What's up, everybody? It's me, Mona B, and my girl, Shay. Welcome to our very first podcast, Cleave the Fit. We're just two Black women trying to make it. This podcast will make you laugh, cry, and at times, plead the fit. We have no limits and no censors. No censors. Real talk from real women. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to a new, well, I mean, it's, I guess it's new because it's always new when you start over, not start over, continue, whatever. Anyways, uh, this is Plead the Fifth, of course, and this is um, a part two of our last episode, um, which was about childhood trauma. And so if you listen to the very end, which I hope you did, I know you did because you love us like that, then you would have heard me say, oh, we're going to have a part two. And I am a woman of my word, because at the end of the day, if you don't have nothing else, you have what? Your word. Exactly. Oh, and who is that? That's not Mona B. No, it's not. It is Marissa. Hello. Oh, that's my cousin, <laughs> in case y'all didn't know. But anyways, um, yes, yeah, so and she's going to be joining us today as we talk about trauma bonding. But first, let's talk about our week and I'll just go ahead and start just because I'm talking um my weekend was really good I had um a good time with my friends oh but first off before we even start we want to give a shout out to uh Mona today's her birthday so happy Happy birthday birthday, happy birthday to you happy birthday to you happy birthday dear Mona Oh, wait, hold on, wait, say that for last. Happy birthday to you. Cha, cha, cha. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So there's that. Um, So this weekend I celebrated um, actually two of my friends' birthdays. Um, One, my friend Brittany's birthday, and uh, her birthday was hold on the third, and then my friend Melanie, her birthday's tomorrow, and so we all celebrated. It was fun. Saturday, did we do some Friday night? I think so. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we did because my kids were with my mama Thursday night or Friday night. I don't remember. Anyways, um, yeah, so we had fun. We had a good time. And then that was it. And well, before that, last week, it was a short work week for me because we were supposed to be out of town. But I'm like, we didn't go out of town, but I still kept my off days. So it was cool, though. Uh, What about you? How was your weekend? My weekend was pretty laid back. I just did some organizing. (laughs) And I got rid of stuff I didn't want to, but I needed to. Man. Can you help me with that? When's the next time you coming? Because I need. <laughs> um, it should be soon, actually, because my dad's birthday is in a few weeks. I need to get rid of stuff. Yes, yes, you gotta start on the fall cleaning already. Man, fall cleaning. I need just all cleaning, but. Yes, well, that too. All fall. Man, stuff that I'm like, if I, because it's been a year now. I celebrated my my one year anniversary as a homeowner on Saturday also I'm like that year went by fast so anything that I haven't touched or you know taken out of whatever it's in in a year I should just 
get rid of huh? sight unseen just toss it you know i'm not gonna tell you to do that because people say that <laughs> but then what I if i go looking that. for it <laughs> exactly um and then they say that with clothes but i know personally like i haven't had an opportunity to where i'm like going out somewhere really yeah. really really nice so I'm not going to throw away my very nice clothes or, yeah. or donate them because I haven't had an occasion to wear it to when I would wear it if I had an occasion to wear it to. Yeah, and with COVID and everything. Exactly. But, yeah. Oof. Mm-mm. Keep them over there, man. It's like, it's always something. Like, honestly, COVID is never going away it's not now we got the monkey pox now now what's next like it's gonna be something else it's like, just like man i don't care y'all better get your life right with whomever you you want to get it right with because it's coming yes. to an end that's what i believe that's what i say it it is what it is don't argue with me but, um <laughs> uh i think let's just dive right on in so like i said earlier we we're talking about trauma bonds and trauma bonding and um recognizing the signs uh Mm -hmm. what to do how to get out of what is it so uh we were talking briefly before we started recording and we thought about um like when we hear the word trauma bonding we both kind of thought i had the same wrong idea (laughs) basically the wrong definition of what it is like we've both gone through the same type of trauma so now we're clinging to each other like that's what I thought it was you know like oh well you know we both came from like unstable not and not we both like me and her I'm just talking like in general but like we both share the same type of trauma and that's why we're just like a fatal attraction type of thing like that's kind of what I thought it was but um, yeah I, I thought something like that too well yeah (laughs) and we were wrong so i'm gonna read this definition that i have that i pulled up um and it says what is trauma bonding trauma bonding is the attachment of an abused person i'm sorry trauma bonding is the attachment an abused person feels for their abuser specifically in a relationship with a pattern of abuse the bond is created due to a cycle of abuse and positive reinforcement After each circumstance of abuse, the abuser professes love, regret, and otherwise tries to make the relationship feel safe and needed for the abused person. Trauma bonding is one reason that leaving an abusive situation can feel confusing and overwhelming. It involves positive and or loving feelings for an abuser, making the abused person feel attached to and dependent on their abuser. So that is the true definition of trauma bonding, which, like I said before, is not what I thought it was at all. Right. Yeah. Would you have anything you want to add on that? Defining the trauma bonding? Oh, also what deepens it is is those highs, the high highs, the endorphins, the oxytocin. I hope I'm saying that right. <laughs> yeah. I know what you mean. And that sounds right to me. <laughs> oh, man. Um, but those are what make couples very addicted to each other. Um, 
you know, I always have a celebrity couple to compare things to. And right now, all I can think about is I really, this is the only reason I know them. And that's a shame. But um, she goes by Rock or Krishan mm. Rock and um, Blueface. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'd be, I see them. I don't know. I, I don't pay attention like that. But that's a girl with the tooth and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, they're, I would definitely say they are trauma bonded. Uh, yeah, I could see that. Knowing the actual definition now, I can definitely see it because it's like, girl. Hmm. But then, so the, but the abuser, like you were saying before, um, earlier before we started recording, they are so apologetic and so you know like it says professes their love and i will i won't do it again and then the abusee what it called would it be abusee abuser and abusee yeah feel like bad like okay well i can't i can't leave them because you know they feel so bad like they didn't mean to do it and they're not gonna do it again type of thing like that i think i think it goes all the way back to our episode last week with um trauma like from even childhood because these trauma bonded couples are it's this energy that they're getting and that they're giving well that they're receiving and giving it's this energy that like it's addicted or addicted and that's that's what causes them they're addicted to the highs and lows they're addicted to the pain they're addicted to the drama they're is because some of them grew up with it. It's some that's all some of them know. Um, some of them were abused, and that's that's also all they know. Some of them watch their parents be mm-hmm. abused, and that's all they know. So it's I feel like it goes way back to the childhood. So how do you think like people can um like identify the signs of like trauma bonding like you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. um definitely if it gets to a point well this is like this is probably when you already should have been gone but if it comes to a place where now you're having you can't even tell people that you're together anymore that's yeah that's the issue you you have to hide hide the relationship right if you're having to make excuses for what they've done when you start becoming secluded or isolated because you you feel like no one understands and that's actually deepened in that trauma bond because now you feel like that person is the only one that understands no one yeah i was about to say because now you don't have anyone so now I have anyone you can talk to more. yeah yeah I think um I think it's sad but so it seems like um like just reading the definitions and just when we talk about it it's like more directed towards relationships right yeah but can you be um like trauma bound with like um friends and family because you know abuse comes for anybody but right I just wonder like 
I think you can. I absolutely like, think. I absolutely think that you can be trauma bonded to family and friends. Because I think of like, um, you know, people who. Okay. I don't know. Maybe this is kind of this is probably reaching. I don't know, but I just think like say you have you know a girl and her mother is like a drug addict or whatever Mm -hmm. and say you know whenever her mother gets you know like high or drunk or you know just high whatever they you know abuse the 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 girl whether it's like physical or verbal or whatever and then could the abuser use their um disease which is you know the addiction Mm -hmm. as a way to like you know you know I didn't mean it because you know it was this and that it was the drugs and you know I'm gonna stop and so you know the child you know continues to honestly be there for their parent because you know well yeah I mean be there and let them continue to abuse them or whatever because it's like well they kind of use that disease as a crutch I guess you know mm-hmm. and like oh, yeah. well she didn't mean it because she was high and you know it's the drugs but at the same time it's like it's still oh no you know what I'm trying to say oh yeah no because trauma comes in different different forms you know we found that out last last week mm -hmm. and comes from any and everybody you know abuse comes from can come from any and everybody I just think it's um sometimes I think it's hard to spot it I would agree for sure so now so we found out what trauma bonding is and we kind of see how to like how to see it how to know what's going on so it's like a repetitive behavior of the abuse so Mm -hmm. and and you're not going anywhere like you 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 stay in the same situations in the same environment Mm -hmm. with the same person just because you know just because they say sorry doesn't mean that you know what I'm saying like it it's all good doesn't mean they're not going to do it again and it's a cycle just like I said before so how do we break the cycle and I think that just with anything everything is easier said than done like it's so easy to say man just stop talking to him just leave like pack up and leave because you can pack up and leave but that doesn't mean that you won't find yourself right back up under this person right back in the same situation so I think that for me if I was in that situation I I think it's like a two-step more than two-step but you know you first obviously you have to well I don't know do you think removing yourself from the situation is the first thing you should do or do you think it's more mental should come first I think removing yourself to be honest but what if and so I was gonna say that too but then I'm like okay well because I've been in situations where I've, I've removed myself from something or someone but I wasn't mentally ready and so then I went right back yeah yeah so you know how they say you know um you know like well when you're really tired you know when you're really done with someone then you know mm-hmm. you'll know so I mean obviously if it's like physical physical abuse like it's good to to leave but if you're not ready to leave, then, you know, you leave and then you're going to come right on back. Right. That's kind of a tough situation. I don't know why I said that. Cause now I'm really thinking like, Hmm, it's, but what if yeah, it's really hard. Like, what if you're never really mentally ready, but you get up and go anyways. Mm. 
So that was hard. You definitely have to be ready. You have to know within yourself that you deserve better. And there's a quote that I always use um, from the Perks of Being a Wallflower. If anyone's seen that movie, it makes me cry. Such a sad movie. Perks of Being a Wallflower? Yes. Okay. And in the movie, because he says, like, why do good people end up like being with terrible people or end up being with someone that treats them so bad? And Paul Rudd, he's in it, and his character tells that character, he says, because we accept the love we feel we deserve. Um, and it's it's so true, and it stuck with me. Like I watched can you that repeat movie. it. We accept the love that we feel we deserve. It's true. It's that we do. Yeah. And we accept these things because we feel like we deserve it until we don't, until we know we deserve better. And that's the thing is people in these relationships or bonds, they got to know that they deserve better because it all comes back to self-love and self-worth and that trauma that's taken that from that person into why they're in that position or in that yeah. that bond oh i think man it's so much like internal work that needs to be done with everything i'm like <laughs> yeah because it's so easy to be like oh i don't deserve this like you know to say well i know what i deserve i know my worth but then you're still like settling for whatever right because I've been that person <laughs> yeah but I'm like and I and I hate when people be like well you know you know you know you deserve this and that or you know you do like what if that person don't know okay or like what if you know like well, we know, know but we don't believe it we don't truly yeah or accept it, it. like yeah right. just like people that like refuse to accept love from someone which mm-hmm. I, I I don't understand that and I know it's because like they have it's something they have to deal with with themselves like you don't accept my love because you don't feel like you deserve it but why do you not feel like you deserve something as and I, I don't say as basic as love like it's nothing but like as basic you know what I'm saying like that's the most well never mind it's not the most I'm one of those people I actually before this I was having a conversation with my best friend well my best friend slash roommate and I was telling her that I was like I'm I'm one of those people it's very hard for me yeah but why because I feel like it's gonna get taken away it goes back to my my attachment style too the anxious like I feel like it's gonna get taken away I don't like I'm like what are you because it usually does it always does Uh. so I'm like or I just I'm so used to people leaving well that's another thing that I started doing like I got so used to people leaving that I just leave now like or I'm fine with it people will be like that that's it and when I say people I even mean like like some family members are like that's all it takes you're just really not going to talk to me anymore I'm like I guess not I mean but it'd be like that it, it does <laughs> yes and I when I whenever I have cut people off like that like for myself like you know 
to protect myself for like, you know what I'm saying? This person really does mean me no good. And whether it's family, friends, whatever, you know, whether it's for a short period of time or I don't give them no explanation. And I'm, I'm not about to tell you that I'm gonna stop talking to you. You'll just look up one day and you won't be able to find me. And I don't feel like I owe anyone an explanation for real. Like, because nine times out of 10, you know what you did. Like, you know what's oh, going yeah. on. Yeah, we so, grow. Like, it's different. Like, me, um, like sometimes I will disappear. And like, people that I talk to on a regular basis, I'll be like, hey, I need like a week. So, you know, I'm good. I'm, I'm just not going to talk to nobody. I just need, you know, a few days or whatever. So that's different from just being like, you know what I'm saying? Like, this person, no block delete I can't do it and I'm not going to tell you why because nine times out of ten if you try and talk to this person about hey I need to stop talking to you what are they going to do guilt trip yeah. you into continue to talk to talk to them. you know what I'm saying like oh yeah no gaslight you yes we um invalidate your feelings yes are you being upset start attacking you for being upset it's I understand that I know there's certain people I mean people that I can talk my issues with I'm still around them (laughs) I got all people that I can't if I feel like I can't talk to you about our issues and it keeps popping up I'm gonna have to cut you loose man you have to you have to because people have no respect for other people's boundaries especially when it comes to something that they did and they know they're wrong but it's like man it wasn't wrong to me okay it may have been not wrong to you obviously because you did it or it may not be a big deal to you because you did it but it's a big deal to me and once again I don't I know we've had this conversation on this podcast a few times I've said a few times uh just because it's not a big deal to you you know don't mean it's not a big deal to me like my feelings are my feelings right and if it hurts me it hurts me you know like you cannot determine how big or how small my hurt should be like you just, you're uh, the person it happened to exactly but um anyways back to trauma bonding <laughs> yes. Yes. um yes. man so i was just this website here um it says like it, some of the most common types of abusive situations where trauma bonding can occur um number one of course domestic abuse Mm-hmm. domestic abuse incest kidnapping sexual abuse cults elder abuse and human trafficking so like domestic abuse like some of these are kind of like yeah i figured that but cults and elder abuse just had me looking like hmm a cult mm-hmm. i can see that though mm-hmm. because that's kind of like the whole brainwash type of thing to yeah. me but elder abuse like I'm just trying to see that that anytime I hear about elder abuse you what I said it makes me so sad I know because it's it's, it's such a forgotten about community which is why I'm so like drawn to them but uh yeah it is it it's it's really sad but uh, it's just crazy like and I feel like all these like that's what it is it's it's all mental like they brainwash you because there's no way like well I don't say no way that uh person in their right mind could be like oh well you know hey it is what it is but I think that's all trauma is it's like brainwashing and making you feel like it's okay it's right this was this how it's supposed to be buddy 
and you think that's what it is and you just can't get out of it. So, and we we talked about signs, um, some type of some signs to let you know that you're in a type of situation. But here's some from this website that I have. It's verywellmind.com. Uh, an abuse victim covers up or makes excuses to others for an abuser's behavior, which is what you said earlier, and like being ashamed to like say that you're still in this relationship or, or making up excuses, like you said. Uh, an abuse victim lies, oh, an abuse victim lies to friends or family about the abuse. A victim doesn't feel comfortable with or able to leave the abusive situation. And an abused victim thinks that abuse is their fault. I think a lot of us have been in, uh, have been in these type of uh, trauma bonds with someone else and don't even know it. Because when I'm reading this stuff, I'm like, oh dang, like yeah, I, I have, I have been in that type of in a situation like that before. Like I've never been physically abused, but you know, like mentally and emotionally, like, and that person's dead ass wrong. Oh yeah. And then a lot a lot of these couples that we see, and it's bad of a time that I give couples for this, but a lot of them are in trauma bonds, the couples that air everything out, that mm-hmm. is the partner out, and then they're right back under them 24 hours later. Man. And you know what I think one of the reasons is because it's in this comfort too. Like you know, don't nobody feel like starting over with someone and it's like, well, you know, I've been with this person for this long and yeah, you know, they, they did this and that, but is it really that bad? And I might as well just stay because like you said earlier, nothing and they deserve me better. Like, well, this is what I've been having for X amount of years. So might as well. And then it's just that high. It goes back to that literally, it's addictive. It's like a drug. Because it makes me think about this couple. And and literally one of them did say, Oh, he's addicted to me. Uh, <laughs> like Yeah, but not in a good way. Right. He comes, he comes to me crying. He comes to me crying and I give him the benefit of the doubt. And so I take him back. So that's like it literally, that's literally like what the website is saying. It's stuff like that, literally. That's it's sad. And it's it's um it happens more often than not than we oh yeah. Than we think it does. And we just brush it off and we're like, they just one of them couples. I don't want to be one of those couples because I can yeah it's sad I can name about four right off the bat that were some of them still are trauma bonded some of them were and thank god they got out and they're happier now Mm. some of them moved on to another trauma bond oh you have to break the cycle so let's talk about that right there. So let's mm-hmm. talk about how do we get out of it? So how do you break the bond with someone that, you know, when you realize and you accept the situation, I feel like acceptance is the first step. You have to accept like what the fuck is going on and, you know, like realize like, okay, this is the situation because you can't run from something and you don't know what you're run- running from because you're going to end up running right. right back to it. 
So after you accept it, you realize it like, okay, you know, and you have to acknowledge the fact that it's not your fault, you know, and it's, it's not, it's not all that person's fault either. Like you have, you know, everyone has a play in it, but it's not all your fault. But then how do we uh, break the bond? So of course the number one um, is therapy, right? Mm-hmm, for sure. But I also feel like, like I, I'm, uh, I'm all for therapy. You know, I wasn't, I've been in therapy for a long time. Like I'm not in it right now. I probably need to get back into it, but I'm all for therapy because it gives you someone that, you know, is a uh, non-biased, someone that can give you, you know, their opinion and their, and, um, educated opinion. Like they know what the fuck they talking about. Right. I've been going lately and I'm, it's been doing me good yeah it does it helps therapy and I, I felt wish people weren't so ashamed like it doesn't mean that you're crazy it really means that you care about yourself and others because there's no way you can get up and and take care of you know other people let alone yourself and you all messed up in the head like no way like you can yeah. definitely get up and get dressed and you may think you're going through the motions but I guarantee you you're not doing you know you're not putting your best foot forward like you're missing something like some of those steps are being missed because you're not all the way there so right. i know it's mandated good. it's actually it's mandated for um anyone in school to be a therapist oh really so, yeah they got to get themselves right first um I'm just, I'm just ahead of the game like i i just decided to go ahead and do it before like i get into the master's program but mm. yeah yeah i think anyone that's like I I did not know that, but I think that anyone who has like close anyone in the um like education field, anyone in healthcare, like that has any type of um like I want to say um like close contact with people, not like if you work at Walmart or you know like you're a retail store, but like and like 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 healthcare and education you know those type of fields I feel like you need to have you need to go through some type of therapy you need to be educated Mm -hmm. in and you know the psyche and everything like that because man it's it's very important it is and a lot of it you and you do form bonds with the patients or students too and that affects you it Mm -hmm. it yeah even like we were talking earlier about elders right so like you know I used to work in a nursing home uh, you know long time ago and I would find myself being emotionally attached to some of the residents which is something that is not good you know what I'm saying like it it helps because you know you care for them I don't say you care for them more but you know you 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 are caring you, I don't know I don't know like I just looked at him like man this could be my grandmama you know like right this could be my mama in a few years you know to be honest it could be me tomorrow you never know what can happen because you know everyone that's in nursing homes is not just because not old you know right it could be in a rehab part anyways um but some of that stuff like I'll never forget when I had um my first resident had died and we had to get her cleaned up and you know ready so because her family was going to come in and visit her before you know they came and the, the took her to the morgue and stuff like that and it's like that that affects you like I've seen dead bodies before at funerals but I never like had to like 
deal with what clean one up and stuff whatever but and I was so sad because she was so sweet but that's what you know therapy does help with things like that yes, help I you process your emotions because everyone knows you know life and death is is a guarantee you, you right. when you come into the world that's your life you know leaving is just a guarantee right but you still never know how you're gonna how um, it's gonna affect you but anyways enough about that um so therapy on here is number one positive self-talk and care so we do have to talk ourselves up like you have to talk yourself up and don't talk yourself down which is so easy to do it's so easy to talk about what you or what you can do better or what you should have done what you would have done what you could have done instead of being like man you know what I did that like I did it that that was good you know I am this and that like you know I do deserve this and you know I do deserve to be treated this way instead of that like I don't deserve to be you know talked down on talked down to like I deserve to have compliments on you know whatever positive self-talk and care what's some uh, forms of positive self-talk and care that you can think of um right now honestly what I'm doing for myself because I know that I've especially recently have accepted way less than I deserve and just situations that I've gotten myself into so I have that's why I started therapy and I have been like saying positive things to myself and one thing that I'm going to do that I just thought of um over the past few days is uh, like childhood healing um because mm-hmm. I just I just imagine what could I say to my younger self to my 16 year old self to my 13 year old oh, man and she will be really sad like I can't tell her I could I wouldn't be able to tell her that things are just so much better or just anything that I have dealt with um even like just um not just romantically, but like career-wise, family-wise. Um, but since we're going with trauma bonding, I'm going to keep it like romantically though. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I say, like, would how would your younger, your teenage self or the middle school self, even younger, like, would you, if you could protect them, if you could like sit there like and see them, uh, would you allow somebody to treat yourself like that and if the answer is no then you've got some making up to do to your yeah. younger self and I want to write my younger self an apology letter and I'm gonna do better for her so I can one of these days write a letter to her letting her know that things are so much better that things are gonna get better yeah I never thought about that like I always see you know you see people post like what would you tell your like you said before what would you tell your 16 year old self or you know giving advice to people and I'm like I have no idea what I would tell myself because not like um because I definitely didn't do everything right at all but I don't know because I also feel like I wouldn't stop myself from doing anything I, I don't think I would stop myself from doing anything I don't think I, I would I mean because um, it made you into who you are too yeah but I think I would um 
maybe like if there was a way to like mentally and like emotionally prepare myself for what I was gonna do you know what I'm saying like so that it wouldn't like have that much of an effect on me then I would do that I think I'm not sure if I'm saying what I'm gonna say right like I get what you're saying I would still do everything the same way I'm not I wouldn't change anything but and maybe I'll probably change the way I reacted to certain situations I'll take that back because I I feel like when I was younger or really up until um like two years ago um (laughs) I was so quick to react um and actually no I won't say two years ago I still do react like um with my emotions and it's so hard for me to like calm myself down first especially when I'm really mad about something or (laughs) it's hard for me to to wait like okay don't do anything while you while you're emotional don't react while you're all emotional don't react as soon as it hits you like give yourself a second you gotta take a second you gotta breathe wait just breathe no don't throw that no don't it's too late I threw it like I wish I could do that (laughs) in fact let me write that on my to-do list Marissa (laughs) that's what I'm gonna work on I'm gonna work on the opposite issue oh you you don't react at all like I don't where when something happens or someone does something I don't realize it or I don't react and then like later on that day or later on that night or the next day I'm like that was really messed, messed up, up. <laughs> Ooh. or I have somebody else like tell me they're like did you hear what they said to you uh, I'm like yeah I just try to remain you know calm see am I letting people just get away with stuff am I yeah <laughs> I mean see but I think you're not letting them get away with it if you don't recognize it. Now, if you recognize it and then you don't do anything about it or, you know, say anything, then yeah, you let them get away with it. But then I think that, I mean, that can be, you know, good. That's, that could be a good thing to be, you know, slow to react, but be slow to react, but don't be slow to recognize, you know, what's going on. Like, yeah you know okay this person is they being hella disrespectful right now but okay where are you at you know it's a time and a place for everything don't get up and throw something you in church just wait a minute you know it'll be over just <laughs> wait a minute don't go don't wait to the parking lot no y'all ride, drive around the corner you know what i'm saying like yeah stuff like that instead of oh no you hurt me you about to know right now what you did like how you made me feel no it's a time and a place for everything like we're too old to be uh to, to just be popping off like that but yeah that's what I need to do but I have gotten a lot better though because especially after doing the same thing over and over again like when I see myself or when I realize like I'm make, making the same reactions over the same type of situations then I'm like you know what okay so I reacted this way last time and nothing happened it didn't change anything because obviously it, it keeps happening so right. then I'm like, all right, I'm going to do something different this time. I'm going to change change things this time. Breaking the cycle. Oh, look at that. <laughs> oh, I didn't even think about that. I am. I'm breaking the cycle because 
man we can't too old yes <laughs> life is too short you know i'm here it for really a good time is. and a long time and i don't got time it is, and it's getting shorter like yeah did you, sorry did you know that did you i don't know if you read about that but what? literally we had the shortest day in back in june the, it was actually 23 hours it was not 24 time is actually going faster like a lot of us has been saying that but it's true yeah yeah last year that's why I was like, man, this year went by fast. Yeah, it's actually, yeah, the the earth is orbiting faster. Dang, we only got four more months left for the year. Yeah. God dang. Yeah. That is absolutely true. Well, listen, so the last um, note that's on here, the last um, bullet, I guess, is support and peer groups I feel like you know it's always nice to know that you're not alone in situations and so if you do find yourself in um, any situation there's a support group you can find a support group on Facebook for any and everything and you know open up to some of your friends because some of your friends might be going through the same thing granted make sure it's a friend that you can trust you know, that's non-judgmental. Um, but I think it is good to have, um, like I said, support and peer groups. And I want to say to the friends, no matter how exhausting, if they are your real friend, no matter how exhausting that it gets, you do not want your friend to isolate themselves in these yeah. situations. They're going to need you. So I know it's hard watching your friends go through things like this, but you need to support them. If you can, please support them and, and give them encouraging words and always still let them know that they do deserve better and let them know that you're not going anywhere. And that regardless, if they need you, you're right there. They need to know that. I think the worst thing is like, I wish that, um, let me see I'm trying to figure out how to say this without like it's sounding offensive or anything but like I have uh, a few friends right and so when I say friends I mean like just my friends like not my family like I feel like um well I don't really have it's not I don't say it's not a lot of family that I feel like I can talk to but you know you don't talk to everybody but like I feel like I could like I could call you and I could tell you whatever I need to tell you and I don't even have to start with okay look don't judge me all right even though I do most of the time <laughs> but like I just know there's no judgment right but like my friends because I, I don't like I don't have a lot of friends I don't call everyone my friend I feel like it's it's sad that like I, I have to think about okay well I can say this to this person but I can't say that to this person you know what I'm saying and so it's hard um to to have those people to find those people to acknowledge right. the people that you're like okay I could talk to this person about anything and it's but it's easier for me to talk to like a therapist or well I, I talk to my uh pharmacist <laughs> uh, well, I guess he's a uh, he's not a pharmacist what whichever one of those can um provide medicine but he's more a psychiatrist on, yeah but no he is a pharmacist oh okay yeah, you know, he's a pharmacist, um, doctor something. 
anyways, you know, like he has his PhD in pharmacy or whatever. I don't know. But like, I'd rather talk to him than to actually talk to the uh, uh, psychologist or psychiatrist or whatever, just because I'm more comfortable with him and he already knows everything, you know, he knows what's going on and it's so important. And I, and I can do that. You know, he, he tells me all the time, like, you know, just call me, you know, hit me up or whatever online or just you know call me if you want to talk and it's important to find someone like that that can give you those unbiased um opinions and views and sometimes you know you just need someone to just listen like I don't need you to say nothing right now because I just need to get this off my chest or whatever and it is very important to have someone like that and someone that you're comfortable with that you can say whatever you need to unfiltered just say it because I feel like there's no point in talking about it if you're not gonna talk about it you know what I'm saying like there's no point in talking about things if you're not gonna tell the truth about them and you're not gonna you know tell the whole truth because you know there's been times where I was talking to my um my uh pharmacist and I was like you know what I'm not even I don't feel like talking right now and I'm not gonna be honest with you so let's try to try to get next week or whatever because if I do that it just makes it worse for me you know because now I'm like well why am I lying now I have to dwell on that and it's just more on top of more but yeah support in peer groups uh yeah you definitely need someone and like you said tell your friends friends when your friend comes to you and it's like man I really I need to talk to you about something I need to you know don't judge them and don't push them away because i know it's easy to do that especially like i said with these trauma bonds and it's happening repetitively Mm. oh he cheated on me again i left him but i think i want to go back it's just it's things like that i'm glad you said that mentioned the cheating because what like that's is looked at kind of as a small thing but that's but that's no. still abuse too like that's you know what i'm saying like and emotional gaslighting yeah. you telling the person that they're crazy and you're like i know you're cheating on me and yeah you catch them you finally you actually catch them like that's that's a lot it's it takes a lot out of a person it does a lot to a person to be cheated on um so it's, yeah, it's things like that and then like I said, I completely understand why it would be frustrating. And it's like, okay, this is insanity because you're doing the same thing and you're expecting different results. And I've said all I can say, but man, if you care about that friend, just still be there to at least listen. Be like, do you want to vent? Are you trying to vent? Or do you want my advice? Yeah. And at least if they just want to vent, just, just at least hear them out. Like, so they're not, isolated and by themselves because that's what ends up happening I know in my situation even my current I had to stop telling everybody well every my support system grew very a lot smaller than what it was because everybody got sick and tired of hearing yeah but yeah that's uh that sucks though (laughs) Cause how am I gonna get out of it if I don't have help? Exactly. <laughs> like you know, I'm you know exactly. I'm in this situation. Like yeah, you're probably tired of it, but if you care about someone, then you're gonna be tired of it with them. 
you're going to be tired of it until they're tired of it. And you know, but you don't have to take it on. And also I want to add this, like um, something that um, like me and Mona used to do often is like before you dump, you know, unload on me, make sure I can take it, make sure I'm, yeah. I'm able to. And so like, I have another friend and me and him, we chat all the time and he'll always say, Hey, do you have space for me right now? Can you handle my, my luggage right now? Ooh, I'll, tell him, I'll tell him, I'll tell him yes or no. And if I tell him, I'll be like, no, not today. I'll be like, okay, you know, well, what's going on with you? You know, how can I help you? Can I take something off for you? You know, like you want to unload on me. I can handle you. I can handle your, I can handle both bars right now, you know? And then, you know, the next day I'd be like, all right, I'm ready for your crap. Now what's up? <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> like what's going on with you? And it's fine because he understands and I understand, but that's so important because it is. And even if they do not ask you, when someone starts to unload on you and you can't take it, like you have to find a way because then that you just, <laughs> y'all both going to be sitting bad, you know, mm-hmm. but I, I think it's yeah. important to make sure that whomever you decide to, to talk to and confide in that they're mentally capable of and that's like it's very considerate too yeah because some shit is heavy it gets real heavy and right and because everyone has something on their plates everyone does so is it is very important to be considerate of that yeah but oof, i think we talked we talked about a little bit everything but we definitely addressed the situation we definitely in fact addressed the topic topic of trauma bonding and if you or someone you love has been affected please let them know they are not alone and if they want to talk about it you know I'm here I'm a very good listener um and I can definitely give you you know my little advice or whatever but uh I'm definitely a good listener and Marissa has plenty to offer so yeah. Yeah, you can go ahead and hit that inbox you know slide in my dms my professional dms because don't come at me crazy <laughs> Because, <laughs> look, I'm not for the streets, all right? I just I just step out every now and then. Um, me neither. But, but uh, yeah, that ain't, that ain't me. You know, I appreciate it. But anyways, um, I think this was a good episode. I think we learned a lot. And I don't see a part three. <laughs> but, um, you know, who knows what's coming up for us in the future. So is there anything you would like to add, Marissa? Just y'all stay safe out there man because it's not a game (laughs) it's hard out here in these streets anyways yeah she says stay safe and she means it and i mean it too so on that note we'd like to thank you guys for everything that you have done that you are doing everything that you will do in the future and thank you so much for listening and you might as well go ahead and share that in a podcast and you know you can also rate us and subscribe and stuff like that because i know you love to hear it and by it i mean my beautiful voice and Mona be on there on the ones and twos. Well, she be on there. I be on the ones and twos because you know I like to think I'm like a rapper or something. <laughs> I'm an aspiring artist, but not really. Anyways, uh, yeah, like I said, thank you guys for everything that you um, have done, that you are doing, and everything you will do in the future. And then we hope that you have a great night and or day. And yeah. we are out of here. Yeah.